welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert, and I'm a therapist who loves to draw you closer to Jesus, teach you how to hear the Holy Spirit, and offer practical tools to help you walk confidently in who you are in Christ. Today you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. Be sure to tune in on Wednesdays for special guest interviews. These episodes are meant to be educational, not a replacement for your therapist. Well, I want to welcome you to the very first episode of 2023. God put it on my heart to dedicate the first month of this new year by hosting a First Fruits podcast series. I sense this will become an annual tradition, much like our December Process and Pray series. Every January, our church does a first conference, the first devotional, and a 21-day fast to give the first of the year to the Lord. This is something my family participates in every year, and I want to encourage you to join us, especially if you don't do something like this in your own church or with your own family. We attend Gateway Church, and Pastor Robert Morris, who happens to be my uncle, wrote the foreword for my soon-to-release book, Image Restored. My husband and I, we have gleaned much wisdom from sitting under his teachings for the last 15 years, and I encourage you to practice this biblical principle of the first. Prayerfully consider what you could fast this month as we give the first of our year to the Lord. In this podcast series, we will take every Monday and give the first of a different area of our lives to God. And the first area that I felt the Holy Spirit put on my heart was rest. In fact, this word rest is my word for the year. And I love that God gave me that word. At first, when he gave it to me, I was a little confused because As I've mentioned, I'm launching a book, and that takes a lot of work, right? But God is really shifting my perspective about rest and also convicting me in a really good way. And I just want to share that with you because I feel like this is a principle that we just need to talk about some more. So Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. What I'm talking about here when I talk about rest and I talk about having a Sabbath day This is not a religious checklist. Rather, it's a gift and a commandment from God. I want to read to you from Hebrews chapter 4, verses 9 through 11. And the top of this passage is titled, Sabbath Rest for the People of God. Did you notice that? I love how it says, for the people of God. I just, that caught me. I love it. Here's what it says. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his. Let us, therefore, make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. Now, I want to encourage you, will you please go read the whole chapter on your own? There's there's a lot more to be said there um, in these short episodes. I don't always have time to do deep dives into the Bible, but my heart and my prayer is that it will kind of awaken something in you to go, hmm, I'd like to go read some more about that. 
So Hebrews has some great things on it. And of course, even just going back to the beginning in Genesis and liking what God had to say about rest there, there's a lot to be said about rest in the Bible. But I also just want to draw your attention to this phrase here that's at the very end there in Hebrews, that chapter four, at the end on verse 11, where it says, so that no one will perish. And I don't know about you, but when I don't get proper rest, I perish. I mean, yeah, I don't physically die, although it definitely takes a toll on my body. But burnout is a real thing. And I'm not just talking about physical burnout. I think physical um, exhaustion gets our attention the quickest, right? When you're physically shut down, you you do. You kind of, you notice that a little quicker. But emotional, mental, spiritual, relational, those types of exhaustion Sometimes they're a little sneaky and we try to um, push through them. But I just want to encourage you to lean into and embrace rest. It is a gift from God and it's an act of obedience. It's an act of worship. When we say, God, I trust you. And I'm bringing the first of myself, of my week, of my energy by having this Sabbath day of rest, whatever day you choose for that to be for you, but let it be the first thing that you decide to do, right? Let it be the first thing that we put on our calendar, not an afterthought, not a, oh, I'll rest if there's time. I'm mean, a newsflash. There's never, quote, time. We make it a priority. So let scheduling these moments of rest, um, whether it be, you're scheduling an entire day, which would be your Sabbath day of rest, but also I'm going to talk to you in a second about pockets of rest. Let that be the first. That's how we bring the first fruits of our rest to him, of our Sabbath to him, is by saying, I'm scheduling this first. Not if I get all my work done, then I can rest. No, let's flip it. We work from a place of rest, right? Okay, so here's how we're going to process today. I gave you three R's, and hopefully you can remember these three R's as you process throughout the week and as you bring the first fruits of this area of rest to the Lord. So the first R, repent. I like how it it says here that we're disobedient even. Like I know that feels like a strong word, and sometimes we kind of get squeamish with that disobedience thing, but it's just like if you're a parent, you get this, and even if you're not, I'm sure you can understand it because you've been in some level of authority with somebody, why do we give instructions to our children? Like, why do I tell my child? I have a daughter who just started driving. It's still a little scary, but it's also really amazing to see her step into that role. But why do I tell her all the rules of the road? Why do I, why do I set boundaries? Why do I tell her where she can and can't drive to just yet? Why? Because I love her. And when she's disobedient and she goes outside those boundaries or she does something that I had not given, told her to do, or, you know, she didn't ask permission to go do, or she disrespects a rule that we have in place or disregards it, I bring that up to her because I love her and I'm looking out for her well-being. And my friend, that's how God is with us when it comes to this rest and taking a Sabbath. He gives this to us as a commandment, not to be mean, not to say you don't get to work for that day, which, you know, kind of crazy that we've come to that, that we think it's punishment to not get to work 24-7. 
But he does it because he loves us. He knows that we are human beings, not human doings. I know we've all heard that statement said by about 20 million different people, and I'm not sure who to attribute it to, but it is truth, though. We are human beings. That's what we were first and foremost, are human beings. And then we work from that place of being. All right, so that first one is repent. And just say, God, I repent for not taking a Sabbath day of rest. And really, even not just the not taking it, but Lord, I just repent of not trusting that this is a gift from you and not being obedient to take that. Please forgive me for not receiving this gift of rest. I receive your grace and forgiveness today. Now, friend, I want to encourage you to put that in your own words. I just gave you an example of me doing it. I literally just did that to God right there. I repented because I'm, I'm serious. God's been convicting me of this. So repent. And then the second R, rejoice. Take some time to thank him for rest. It was his idea. Isn't it cool that he modeled rest for us? I mean, clearly God does not need rest, but he modeled it for us. He didn't just tell us. He practiced what he preached and said, here, look at me. This is what you need to do. So thank him for that. What a good idea he had. Thank him for it. Thank you, God, for this gift of rest. And then the third R is revisit. And here's what I mean by that. Revisit what rest looks like for you. And ask God, hey, God, what does rest look like for me in this season? Because again, if you know with seasons, rest looks different. I know whenever I had toddlers and babies at home, rest looked a little different than it does now. And that's okay. That's where we get into trouble with some of these things is we think, oh no, my rest doesn't look like so-and-so's or my quiet time didn't look like so-and-so's. And as we all know, comparison never is a good thing ever, but it can really also kind of paralyze us too because we think, well, I can't do it that way. I guess I can't do this. No, ask the Lord, what does rest look like for me right now? I know for me, so much of my work is not just with people. Obviously it is with people and counseling and things, but also very much online. And the online piece is a very is a blessing because I can do that from wherever, right? All I need is my laptop or really sometimes all I need is my iPhone. And it also can be a stumbling block for me because I can do my work anywhere, right? And so even if I'm out on a hike with my family and I have my phone on me for just purposes of taking pictures or, you know, being able to call somebody if I needed something, right? That's a real reason to have my phone on me, but that also means I'm carrying work out with me into the hike. So for me, in this season, rest looks like really disconnecting from technology on those days, like big time, big time connect disconnecting from technology. And I have different systems in place that I do of do not disturbs and leaving phones in other rooms and all the things. But ask the Lord for you, what does rest look like for you? So here's what I want to encourage you on. Yes, schedule in your full Sabbath day of rest where you don't work, but also schedule in pockets of rest throughout your week. That's another thing the Lord's been reminding me of. Sometimes, you know, one full day of rest is awesome, but what we also really need are pockets throughout our day. You know, at the end of the evening, having a time where you go, okay, it's rest time. My work is done. It's rest. Or 
having really solid boundaries, like not taking our phones to the bathroom. Sorry for the TMI, but it needed to be said. Um, that kind of stuff. Ask the Lord for wisdom on that. So again, let's repeat those three R's. Repent, rejoice, revisit. Okay? I want to encourage you to just think on those throughout the week. Write them down. Screenshot them from today's show notes. All the things. And ask the Holy Spirit to just speak to you about that throughout your week. Let me pray with you. Father, I thank you for every single person who is sitting under the sound of my voice. Thank you for bringing them into this community. Abba, we give you this year. We dedicate the first of this year to you. We thank you that we get to come into this year. And Lord, we just believe that as we dedicate the first of this year to you, and we actually pull back and we rest a bit, that you're going to do more in this year than we ever could have in our own strength. We release 2023 to you. Go before us, Father. Make a way, make a place for us in all that we do. I pray for blessings over every listener represented here today, their household, that everything they touch this year would prosper and be fruitful and would multiply. It's in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Well, before I go, I want to just remind you that my book launch team is unofficially open. Uh, I have space to lead a group of women through an early release copy of my book, Image Restored, that's releasing March 7th. And the first 100 who registered uh, to be on this book launch team, you're going to get a physical advanced reader copy of my book, which is a really big deal. You get it about six weeks early. Um, and then anyone who registers after those 100 will also get a digital copy, but we will cap the group. So I'm giving time for my people, that's you, my podcast community, to sign up, be part of that launch before I announce anything publicly. And in fact, uh, I'm about to release it publicly within the next week. So I encourage you, if you're interested or you just want some more information, go to imagerestoredbook.com. On there, you're going to find a tab for the launch team. You're also going to find all the other things that you ever would have wanted to know about this book. You're going to see a book trailer. You're going to see endorsements. You're going to see pre-order bonuses, all the things. So just go there, check it out, imagerestoredbook.com. Share it with your friends. Help me spread the good news of this message. Well, that concludes today's talk therapy episode, and I'll see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel. <laughs>